Thank you for joining me on the You Are Not For Everyone podcast. I am Jackie Henderson, and I'm a licensed mental health counselor with a specialization in holistic and somatic practices. On this podcast, we have real talk about mental health issues, including trauma, depression, anxiety, personality disorders, and much, much more. I hope that you'll enjoy the show. Let's get started. This is You Are Not For Everyone, and I'm Jackie Henderson. Today we are talking about emotional suffering. And what is emotional suffering? Well, let's first focus on suffering by itself. So suffering is defined as a state of distress, misery, and agony, and being in a state of great trouble. Distress implies an external and usually temporary cause of great physical or mental strain and stress. Emotional suffering is the same distress, the same misery, the same agony caused by our emotional world and how we manage our emotional world. So why do we suffer so deeply? And why do some people handle emotions well and others just take on the pain so deeply it becomes physical illness, it becomes emotional overwhelm. We want to understand why some people suffer so deeply emotionally and how can we fix it. We are the creators of our own suffering, which is good news and bad news because our suffering emotionally is our thoughts about a situation. It's not the actual situation itself, but it's the our the thoughts we create around it. So it's good news that we create the suffering ourselves with our thoughts because we can change our thoughts. It's bad news that we create the suffering ourselves because we're creating it ourselves. We can fix it and we're choosing either to live in the suffering and reside in the suffering or we're choosing to move away from the suffering and move into a healing place. Our understanding and our thoughts around this are really important. We are all going to have stress. We're all going to have pain. We're all going to have overwhelm. And if you go back a few podcasts, I did a podcast on the topic of sitting with uncomfortable feelings. And that is truly what we need to move toward when we are dealing with overwhelm and stress and agony and pain. Uncomfortable feelings don't go away in life, we always have them. They come in and out of our lives in waves, depending on situations, depending on losses, depending on anything that's going on in our lives that cause us stress. We could be overwhelmed by our own situation, our health, our wealth, our outlook on life, our relationships. We could also be overwhelmed by our children's pain and not being able to help them like we would like to. There's so many things that we can get overwhelmed and not have within our control. But it's important to remember, a lot of things are not in our control. And so what do we do? Do we stay in a state of emotional suffering? Do we stay in a state of overwhelm? Or do we move into a place where we use our wise brain, which is where our emotional and rational brains intersect, And look at situations differently. Look at situations as they truly are and not as painful, wounding experiences. 
that we tend to go to naturally. We don't want to suffer deeply. We want to see the situation as it is and figure out how can I heal from this? How can I move on from this? Why do people feel such deep suffering? They have a resistance to impermanence. They want everything to stay the same all the time. And and in this world and in this life, that's impossible. Things are always changing. We're aging. We're evolving. We're growing. We have no control over our political climate, our social climate. Sometimes we have no control over our financial state. Things are always changing. And if we can come to terms with the fact that that's just a life truth, then we don't cling to the permanence. We don't cling to wanting things to stay the same. We tell our minds and our bodies we need to adapt and we need to adjust. I've been through this before and I can get through this again. And the suffering comes by clinging to permanence and that is an unnatural state. We want to soften our grip around permanence and know that things are always changing and we just need to learn to adapt. Another thing that causes suffering is seeing yourself separate from the world and disconnected from the world and your social circle. When you feel so alone in the world, when you feel like no one cares, when you feel like you're just out there by yourself struggling, that's a really difficult feeling. It's an uncomfortable feeling. But is that really true? Are you alone in the world? Are there people you can call on that you're just choosing not to call on? And even if you have no friends right now, no family right now, if you are truly alone in the world, there are support groups. There are counselors, there's therapists, so you're never truly alone. So choosing to be alone is, uh, again, part of the suffering because we're telling ourselves nobody cares about us, nobody wants to help us, I have no one to turn to. You always have people to turn to, there's always support out there, you have to look for it and actually effort to get it and not stay in a world of being alone and singular and woe is me sort of attitude that causes suffering. Clinging to your identity, saying who you are is who I will always be. And when change comes in, you don't know how to handle it. We are always changing. We're always evolving. Some people align themselves with their relationship. They see themselves as a couple. And then if their relationship ends, who are they? Some people really identify with their careers. And if they lose their job, who are they? They're so connected and rigid with their identity that it becomes a source of suffering when the identity is questioned or lost. So always know that your identity is always going to change. Hopefully, you're always growing. Hopefully, you're always learning and evolving. Hopefully, you're learning lessons as you move through this life and you start the day as one person and you end the day as someone different because you've evolved and changed and grown throughout that day. Don't cling to your identity because you're always going to be a different version of yourself and that is actually exciting and cool. Wanting reality to be something it's not. When life is the way it is, we have to live in reality. We sometimes fall in love with a person's potential and we want them to be who we want them to be and then we stay in a state 
a state of suffering because they never become that version of them that we want them to be. We want life to go back to the way it used to be. We might have lost a loved one. We might have lost a job. We might have lost something important in our lives and things are not the same. And we cling to the hope that they will go back to that way. Things don't go back. We have to move forward. And sometimes we have to create a new normal. So clinging to a reality that doesn't exist causes suffering. We have to live in the now and the reality of the way things are. And if this is really a difficult challenge for you, there's coaching, there's therapy, there's counseling, there's support groups, there's people out there that can support you through these things. When we listen to other people's beliefs and truths, as opposed to listening to our own beliefs and truths, we let people try to convince us that their way is right and our way is wrong. We start to feel suffering inside because we feel like we can't trust ourselves. We feel like everyone knows better than we do. We lose our sense of self. We allow others to manipulate us, to control us, to tell us the best thing for our lives. And then we lose ourselves. We don't want to lose ourselves. Other people can give us input. Other people can give us advice. But at the end of the day, you have to believe in yourself. You have to live authentically for what is best for you. Listen to your own truth because your own truth speaks to you. You might just need to get quiet and listen. Living a divided life or living a life that's incongruent, which means that maybe you're living a double life, maybe you're having an affair, maybe you do a job that shows you one way and then at home you're a totally different person. You're living an incongruent life, a divided life. You feel like an imposter. And this is going to cause suffering because you're living this life that feels untrue. And it hurts. It hurts to be one thing to one person and something else to someone else. And they see you as two different people. You present yourself as a whole different person in public than you do in private. It's important that you integrate all who you are because all who you are matters. And if you're living a life, a secret life, a dark life, a shadow life where you're not proud of what you're doing and it might be harmful to yourself or others, make sure you work that out and get some support around that. Because if you're doing that, you're living the secret life, you might be drinking secretly, you might be using drugs secretly, you might be involved in affairs, you might be involved in some really criminal activity. These types of things were going to weigh on you and they're going to cause suffering because you're always hiding. We are as sick as our secrets. So it's important that you get some support and help around these things. Living from the outside in, and I really think social media has a big part in this. Many people are living from the outside in. They're living in the outside world. They haven't done their personal work. They don't have any peace within. They don't have any grounding within. Their spiritual life is non-existent. So their whole entire lives outside their spirit, outside their body. It's the physical world. It's the social media world. It's the TV world. Your life is outside of you. So there's no peace within. And so if your life is always outside of yourself, that means you always need to find something to make you feel better because you're not able or have the capacity to do it yourself. And 
if you're always constantly trying to find external validation or external stimulation, it's going to cause suffering because what if you can't find it? And what if those things don't work anymore? Eventually things become acclimated to us and they don't have the same effect on us anymore. So you want to start working on your internal world and you want to start living within and in a grounded place. Choosing fear over love, and I often talk about scarcity over abundance. These two things go hand in hand. Fear and scarcity are on the same wavelength. It means you don't have enough. It means something could be taken away from you. It means that you are looking at the world as a scary, dangerous place and you're not safe and you don't have enough of all that you need. Living in scarcity and fear is going to cause suffering. And this is an outlook. It's an attitude. You might not be rich, but you may have everything you need. You might have physical health. You have a house. You have a home. You have a shelter. You have clothes. You have food. You have the things that you need, but you're living in fear and gripping things as if you're going to lose it all. So scarcity and fear are going to continue suffering in your life. If you change your attitude and notice, I have all the food I need. I have a house, a shelter, a home. I have family and friends. I have things. I have whatever I need to take care of myself. And I know that I'm always provided for and that the universe will take care of me. God will take care of me. Whatever your belief system is. Having faith gives you love and abundance over scarcity and fear. Many people are always searching for security and certainty, but our world is not a secure and certain place. It's a very ambiguous world. Look at the politics. Our politics are horrific. Look at our social climate. It's horrific. There's so many things that are just so painful to look at. And if you're looking for security and certainty in this world, you're not going to always find it. So you that's going to cause suffering because you're looking for it. It's not there. So it's important to remember the reality of our world, the reality of our culture and the reality of life and know that sometimes things are going to be shaky. Sometimes things are going to be ambiguous. Sometimes things are not going to be certain. So we have to be able to manage that time. Living in the past or the future and not living in the now causes suffering. If you're living in the past, you're dwelling. You're wishing things were back the way they were or you're ruminating over something you could have done better, a way you've been wronged, a way you've been hurt, or maybe how you hurt someone else. Living in the past causes suffering because it's impossible to change it. Living in the future is thinking ahead and causing anxiety and worry and pain and anticipation, which is causing suffering both physically and emotionally to us because we can't control the future. It's great to have goals. It's good to be future oriented, but we can't live in the future. We have to live in the present moment. 
always playing the victim and blaming everybody else or feeling like everyone blames you. When you play the victim, you take your power away from yourself. You're saying, I have no power in this world and you have power. And if you don't feel like you have power, then get some support. If you're in an abusive relationship, go to a resource center and get some support and go to a therapist, go to a counselor. If you are in a position where you feel powerless, ask yourself why and is it true? Is it true that I'm really powerless in this situation or am I just used to playing the victim and I haven't gotten my voice back or I haven't gotten my voice yet? So it's important not to play the victim. You'll get resentment, you'll live in fear, you'll live with anger and it's not a healthy place to live, and all those things cause suffering. When you step into your power, the suffering goes away. When you stay in your comfort zone instead of choosing growth, complacency makes us stay the same, and we should always be coming our best versions of ourselves. We're not at the finish line. We have a long way to go, so we don't want to just accept life as it is. We can enjoy things, and we can be grateful and have nice self-care days of doing nothing and relaxing, but that shouldn't be the goal of your life and the focus of your life. You should want to help others and reach out and be a source of inspiration to others, and you should always be growing, learning, learning new hobbies, educating yourself, reading books, listening to podcasts, always become a better version of yourself. So choosing comfort zone over growth is going to cause suffering because you're always going to stay the same and you're not going to be evolving. Not choosing yourself and choosing others. This is a traumatic response for many people. They become people pleasers. They're fawning or codependent. They're putting others before themselves. They're putting other people's happiness before themselves and they put themselves last. This is going to cause suffering. It may look like you're being kind and thoughtful to others and you may be being kind and thoughtful to others, but why are you not being kind and thoughtful to yourself? You cannot pour from an empty cup. So it's important that you put yourself on the list of people who are important in your lives. And don't deny parts of yourself. We all have parts of ourselves that we might not be so proud of, that we are burying, that we keep quiet, that we don't share with anybody. But those parts of yourself matter. They need healing, they need love, they need nurturing, they need attention. So denying any part of yourself is denying who you are as a whole person. So if you are feeling like there's part of you that you're keeping buried, that you're keeping secret, that you have this dark side, this shadow side, which we all have, it's important to get some coaching and counseling around that so you don't need to keep it secret anymore. You can let it out. You can free it. You can start getting your healing done and move into a healthier place. So here are some things to do to remove and release emotional suffering. And it's all about mindfulness and it's all about living in the now and accepting the now. When you feel like you're suffering, take a moment and observe why. What is the cause of your suffering? What are you feeling and why are you feeling it? And just name 
the reason why you're feeling the suffering and let yourself feel that emotion. It's going, it's real. The suffering is real. The pain is real, but we don't want to live in suffering. We want to learn how to sit with our uncomfortable emotions and know that they are reality and they're outside of us. They don't define us. Notice the in, the emotion, feel the emotion, try not to block the emotion, give the emotion some time to process, to feel it fully, and just witness it. Know it's part of who you are, but it's not who you are. Your emotions are part of who you are, but they are not who you are. And they don't need urgent action. Sit back, look at the emotion. You might feel like the suffering is so intense. I have to text that person. I have to call that person. I have to go react to the situation. You don't. Learn to acknowledge the feeling, sit with the feeling, understand the feeling, even describe it to yourself of what you're feeling, and then see how you can manage this emotion in a healthy way. Look at it through a different lens. And you may need to call a friend. You may need to call your therapist. You may need some support to do this. Bounce it off a friend and say, this is how I'm feeling. What do you think? And let them help you through it because that's a great way to work through these feelings. Don't judge it. Practice acceptance. This is my reality right now, but I'm not going to let it run my life. I'm not going to suffer physical pain because of this. I'm not going to suffer emotional overwhelm because of this. It's a really hard situation. It's a painful situation, and it's really hard to deal with it, but you can. You can deal with it because you've done it before, and you can do it again. You are in charge of your life. How can you name this emotion and manage it in your life? What can you do to take care of yourself while experiencing this heavy emotion? And allow yourself to process it. Allow yourself some time. And again, you don't have to do this alone. You want to do it with some support. Here's what I'd like you to do. I'd like you to separate yourself from suffering. Choose not to even use the word suffering anymore. Maybe say, I'm experiencing some heavy emotions right now. I'm going through a tough time right now. And allow yourself to acknowledge that. You're not suffering. You're not being tortured. It might feel like that. But when you take your power back, you actually have some control over the situation and you won't get physically ill. You won't be overrun by this. You're separate from it and you'll be able to use your wise mind, which is the cross between your emotional and your rational brain. You use your wise mind to manage how you feel and how you will respond to this overwhelming situation. Being able to respond and not react will help you move away from suffering. Not using the language of suffering is helpful too because it tells your spirit that you can manage this. You're in control and you don't have to suffer any longer. You run your own show. You're in charge. You are strong. You've been through this before and you can get through this again. And if it's a new situation, it's hard to navigate, get some support. 
You are not alone in this world. You have support available to you. You just might have to effort to get that support. Changing your language, knowing you're in control, you are a powerful human with a lot of life experience and suffering is a thing of the past in your life and now you are taking your power back. Thank you for joining me on You Are Not For Everyone podcast. I hope you're enjoying the podcast and that you will consider supporting the show in a few different ways. You can share it with friends, you can write a review, or you can quote unquote buy me a coffee. Go down to the episode description and click the link support the show and you can support us financially and just share it. Tell everyone you know, stay well, be healthy, and I'll see you next time.